This is the audio diary of the 26th day of the fourth month of year 2021. I am sitting uh, at a viewpoint on top of a rocky kind of mountain lookout and I am at the place I'm going to try and pronounce, uh, Karakuse Viewpoint in Marin Provincial Park on the Sea to Sky Corridor, beautiful Sea to Sky Corridor that connects Vancouver to Whistler and uh, up north. I am on an overnight camping and road trip, a similar kind to the one I've done on the Sunshine Coast, uh, but just in a different direction this time. So instead of going west from Vancouver, I am going north. And it's not going to be as long, it's not going to be um, as planned. I, it wasn't very, Sunshine Coast trip wasn't very planned either, but this one is even less planned. Uh, it's been a little less than two weeks, uh, maybe 10, 11 days since I returned from my trip on Sunshine Coast. And so this is my second kind of uh, vacation or off days of this month. And so I am, yeah, I am, of course, abiding by the new health orders, including um uh, banning travel outside of your health region and so I'm doing that I'm staying within my health region Vancouver coastal health region even though I'm going to be incredibly uh, self-contained anyway uh, but I believe the reason they say stay within your health region is so that if you for example get in an accident or anything like that you're not overburdening another region's emergency medical system I think that's the reasoning behind it Anyway, I'm going to have another incredibly self-contained trip. I rented my own vehicle. I drove out from Vancouver to where I am today at Marin Provincial Park. Um, I'm going to camp overnight at a couple of different spots that I'm considering. I might go to either depending on road conditions, how free the campsites are and things like that and how I'm feeling and weather, all those um factors combined together I'll make a decision on either to go to uh, Levitt Lake recreation site or the Squamish Riverside campsite which is also another recreation site uh, BC recreation site meaning that it's designated camping spots but it's not a full provincial park with you know um, protected areas for example it's designed for recreation so it is maintained by the government and it's officially you're officially allowed to sleep and camp there there may be basic facilities, uh, nothing fancy, maybe a fire pit or two, maybe a garbage uh, garbage bin. Um, some nicer campsites will have pet toilets and yeah, so it's basically you can recreate there. <laughs> You're allowed to recreate there as a BC resident or as a tourist too, but not now. So I'm staying within my health region. I'm going to sleep at one of those two campsites. It's gonna be a Monday night and the weather isn't perfect. Of course, it's a little bit early in the camping season. I am camping late April, so I really don't foresee um, meeting anybody uh, much. But just in case, I am gonna, yeah, I am gonna uh, consider both spots. And Squamish Riverside Camp is the place that's further away, and so. And I also get to drive by a beautiful riverside. So depending on how I feel, really, um, I could go the either 
so as you know, I've been on a bit of a um, personal challenge to visit all the provincial parks that I can. My province, British Columbia, has way too many remote provincial parks uh, and things that are beyond my COVID restrictions for me to, you know, safely and responsibly say that I'm going to visit all the provincial parks in the province, but I'm trying to go to all the provincial parks that are kind of within my reach. So intentionally trying to um, go beyond uh, just places that I already know and yeah, just trying to take advantage of all the beautiful sites that this uh, beautiful region of the world has to offer. And Marin, Marin, Marin Provincial Park is now going to be checked off my list. <clears throat> I think I might have just stopped over here uh, once or twice, but it, I've never actually taken the time to just chill and, and explore. And so today I'm doing a pretty short loop trail. Um, oh gosh, the rain is falling. Not a lot, uh, but it is getting cold and I'm on the top of a mountain, so it's getting windy and cold with a little bit of rain, and that's not a good combination. So I'm gonna try and pack up right now. I might take a couple of snaps of um, the beautiful ocean view that I have, uh, but you can probably hear the wind in the microphone. Um, but yeah, I think I need to move. I was sitting on a bench at the viewpoint, but I think I might need to get a move on and perhaps go back to the forest and tree cover. Oh, just this little spot. I get a bit of protection from the wind and it's already much warmer. Uh, the problem with going north and going slightly up in elevation uh, is that it does get significantly colder very quickly. And like I said, today's not a bright and sunny day was as was the time that I spent on Sunshine Coast, which almost felt, yeah, it really felt like summer, but it's not quite that yet. Oh, it's so beautiful up here. Man, it's so beautiful. Wonderful. Oh, that little bit of road uh, peeking through the um, the sun, uh, sea to sky highway peeking through the woods is probably the highlight of that. Hello, this is the second audio note. Uh, I believe my previous one got cut short. We'll see. I'll check back later to see how much actually did get recorded. Um, maybe none, we'll see about that. I am sitting on a beautiful viewpoint, again in Marin Provincial Park, on the same loop trail that I was on before. It is absolutely beautiful. Um, I took quite a few little detours uh, as soon as I got to the Rocky Ridge part because it's beautiful and I I must have mentioned this to you tens of times now. I love jumping up and down rocks. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do in the world. And so when I get a chance to do it, I'm probably gonna do it. <laughs> and so I just kind of climbed up up across a boulder, you know, on this boulder, going slightly off trail, not very far. And there wasn't that much vegetation I was gonna be stepping on and killing anyway, uh, because this is rocky ground. And so I've just, jumped up and around, which uh, spent a lot more time than I'm probably supposed to, and it's probably killing my stats <laughs> um, for my uh, average hiking pace, but who cares? Oh my goodness, this viewpoint is beautiful. Um, I'm sitting right at the place of a British Columbia legal survey marker. If you know what those are, these are in places where you have, um, this is what they used to do in the olden days of mapping. Um, when they needed to uh, 
measure distances between two places. They would come to a high point like this, where they would get a clear view of, for example, north to south or east to west or something like that, um, and be able to see the next point at which they had uh, put the same marker and measure the exact distance and figure out, yeah, figure that kind of stuff out. So on high viewpoints is where you would get these markers of this is where we marked it last time. So if you, you know, just again, for accuracy's sake, it's kind of embedded into the rock. Um, and so I'm sitting right next to it. The weather is beautiful. There's quite a lot of clouds. There was a short rainfall, uh, but it quickly ended. And it was just a little bit of a, what Koreans call the fox rain. I believe that reference comes from actually Japanese culture. There's a fair bit of stuff that's been embedded into modern and contemporary Korean culture because South Korea, well, Korean Peninsula, I should say, including North and South Korea previously, uh, used to be a colony of Japan for several decades. And so there's a few things that have made our way into Korean culture from Japanese culture in contemporary times. And I believe the fox rain, which fox rain, which refers to when there's a spattering of rain on a sunny day, that comes from a reference to kind of like the shamanism, or isn't that shamanism, totemism, uh, and kind of this fox idea of a fox spirit uh, from Japanese culture. And so we had a bit of that. So it was the sun was shining and the rain was falling and it was beautiful. Uh, some of those rain clouds are passing by me right now. Across Howe Sound, which is a little bit of an inlet, um, I can see the clouds rolling by snow-capped mountains across the other side. I can see lower mountains without the snow um, to my left and the rock and the trees and Everything around me is beautiful. What a wonderful little park. Uh, what a wonderful little trail with such amazing views. And the trail itself is really fun. It's slightly technical. Um, scrambly at parts, which is, again, my favorite kind. And so I am immensely enjoying it. Um, I think I, I believe I'm at the highest point. I think I gained maybe four, I think according to my stats, a little more than 400. Yeah, 400, about 443 millimeters. 443 meters of elevation gain so it was a bit of a steep climb um, considering I gained that in what two kilometers less than two kilometers so yeah it, it's, it's a bit steep um, coming up but that makes sense because it was scrambly <laughs> uh, you naturally find yourself on your uh, hands and feet uh, for lots of parts and scrambles and so it just naturally becomes steeper and it's been really nice and so this is actually a, a, a nice little workout even though it is such a short trail um, and i enjoy spending as much time as i am on this and it's also really nice to hike with my glasses which is something i should do more often because everything including all the colors and the far away places obviously i can see them much more clearly and i can see the details of the rocks on the other side of Hao Sound. I can also see closer up things like little bugs and birds and bark patterns that I, I, I might notice, but I might not see the intricacy of their patterns if I weren't wearing glasses. I usually don't like to wear glasses because it can be a bit of a bother. Of course, if there's rain and if there's fog, 
uh, yeah, wearing glasses is such a pain. But I think I should probably try and wear that more often. I, that is going to be my next big purchase, by the way. I have pretty much overused my April budget already, so I am going to get uh, prescription glasses that have the tinting, um, kind of automatic sunglass tinting uh, capabilities so that when I am driving and I pass by a ray of sunshine through the clouds, my sunglasses will immediately darken so that you know my eyes don't hurt <laughs> and I'm not partially uh, I'm not blinded temporarily <laughs> uh, so and also that means I only have to take care of one pair rather than a pair of sunglasses and a pair of glasses so I would love to wear that on an ongoing basis um, during my hikes and my driving and just probably I'll try to wear my glasses more often on an everyday basis uh, though I might not wear them at home all the time <sighs> this place is beautiful. The only prob problem is that it's so close to the highway and I'm obviously at the top so the sound travels far when you don't have the tree coverage and you're on an exposed area like this. And the sound also echoes through the uh, beautiful Howl Sound inlet um, or Howl Sound and so I can quite hear quite a lot of the highway noise. If it weren't for the noise pollution I would say this is such a pristine and wonderful park. I love it, love it, love it so much. I saw one pair of girls, um, or women, I don't know how old they are, uh, who hiked in front of me, but since I took time to record some audio no notes and I was taking detours, I just caressed my hand down a couple of rocks with some moss uh just to enjoy the sensation you know i i, I would i was doing these things that obviously distracted me from making um stride in terms of hiking and so they went ahead before me i don't know I, i'm sure they're far ahead before me uh and so i pretty much have the trail to myself right now oh it's good oh it's so good to be out there was a bit of hesitation i wasn't sure if i wanted to come on this trip because just a couple of, just a few days of just being physically really, really tired. And I knew that it was going to be a bit colder this weekend. And so the idea of sleeping outside when it's a bit colder, you know, it didn't appeal to me too much. But here I am. Um, I also packed some campfire, of course, uh, for tonight. Uh, this time I didn't buy the easy kind of fire start fire logs. Uh, what I did was I bought a fire starter or some tinder and some kindling wood. So I, I bought wood uh, that's prepared, but it's not, you know, as simple as just lighting a match and then that's all you have to do. There is a bit of preparation and a bit of thinking I have to do behind setting the fire for tonight. So I think this is a little bit of a next step in my bushcraft. <laughs> uh, so it's just one step further than... Um, than, than yeah, having, having a fire log or any of these kinds of prepared uh, materials where all you have to do is light a match. <laughs> it's a bit more complicated than that, but not that much more complicated, but it's a bit more complicated. So I'm gonna try my best and hopefully I can set fire and enjoy a little campfire tonight. And I am pretty sure it's going to be a colder night uh, with the with the clouds and with the amount of um, with a little spattering of rain here and there. It's yeah, it, it feels significantly 
colder, even though the actual temperature isn't that much、um, lower than, for example, my trip、uh, at Sunshine Coast. I think maybe it's five degrees colder, but it feels significantly colder. <laughs> so we'll see how, how, how well I last tonight. Of course, I have the option of always sleeping in the car if it's too cold. <sighs> so. I think、um, it's about time I go and scramble down this、uh, viewpoint <laughs> and make it to, back to my parking lot so that I can. Maybe I'll grab some、um, takeout for lunch. Or I might even sit at a patio in Squamish and eat out. That might be fun too.、Um, I might go and set up camp first, or I might eat first. I got plenty of time, so I'll think about it all in due time. <laughs> All right, thanks, and talk to you next time. Hello, this is the second audio note.、Uh, I believe my previous one got cut short. We'll see. I'll check back later to see how much actually did get recorded.、Um, maybe none. We'll see about that. I am sitting on a beautiful viewpoint again in Marin Provincial Park. On the same loop trail that I was on before. It is absolutely beautiful.、Um, I took quite a few little detours、uh, as soon as I got to the Rocky Ridge part because it's beautiful. And I, I must have mentioned this to you tens of times now. I love jumping up and down rocks, <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do in the world. And so, when I get a chance to do it, I'm probably gonna do it. <laughs> and so, I just kind of climbed up. Up across a boulder, you know, on this boulder, going slightly off trail, not very far, and there wasn't that much vegetation I was going to be stepping on and killing anyway,、uh, because this is rocky ground. And so I've just jumped up and around, which、uh, spent a lot more time than I'm probably supposed to, and it's probably killing my stats <laughs> um, for my、uh, average hiking pace, but who cares? Oh my goodness, this viewpoint is beautiful.、Um, I'm sitting right at the place of a British Columbia legal survey marker. If you know what those are, these are in places where you have、um, this is what they used to do in the olden days of mapping、um, when they needed to measure distances between two places. They would come to a high point like this where they would get a clear view of, for example, north to south or east to west or something like that. Um, and be able to see the next point at which they had、uh, put the same marker and measure the exact distance and figure out, yeah, figure that kind of stuff out. So, on high viewpoints is where you would get these markers of this is where we marked it last time. So, if you, you know, just again for accuracy's sake, it's kind of embedded into the rock.、Um, and so, I'm sitting right next to it. The weather is beautiful. There's Quite、a lot of clouds, there was a short rainfall,、uh, but it quickly ended, and it was just a little bit of a what Koreans call the fox rain. I believe that reference comes from actually Japanese culture. There's a fair bit of stuff that's been embedded into modern and contemporary Korean culture because South Korea, well, Korean Peninsula, I should say, including North and South Korea previously. Uh, used to be a colony of Japan for several decades. And so there's a few things that have made our way into Korean culture from Japanese culture in contemporary times. And I believe the fox rain, which, fox rain, which refers to when there's a spattering of rain on a sunny day, that comes from a reference to kind of like the shamanism. 
or is it not shamanism, totemism, uh, and kind of this folk idea of a fox spirit uh, from Japanese culture. And so we had a bit of that. So it was, the sun was shining and the rain was falling and it was beautiful. Uh, some of those rain clouds are passing by me right now. Across Hao Sound, which is a little bit of an inlet, um, I can see the clouds rolling by snow-capped mountains across the other side. I can see lower mountains without the snow um, to my left and the rock and the trees and everything around me is beautiful. What a wonderful little park. Uh, what a wonderful little trail with such amazing views and the trail itself is really fun. It's slightly technical. Um, scrambly at parts which is again my favorite kind and so I am immensely enjoying it um, I think I, I believe I'm at the highest point I think I gained maybe four I think according to my stats a little more than 400 yeah 400 about 443 millimeter 443 meters of elevation gain so it was a bit of a steep climb um, considering I gained that in what two kilometers less than two kilometers so yeah it, it's, it's a bit steep um, coming up but that makes sense because it was scrambly <laughs> uh, you naturally find yourself on your uh, hands and feet uh, for lots of parts and scrambles and so it just naturally becomes steeper and it's been really nice and so this is actually a, a, a nice little workout even though it is such a short trail um, and I enjoy spending as much time as I am on this. <sighs> and it's also really nice to hike with my glasses, which is something I should do more often because everything, including all the colors and the faraway places, obviously I can see them much more clearly and I can see the details of the rocks on the other side of Hao Sound. I can also see closer up things like little bugs and birds and bark patterns that I, I, I might notice, but I might not see the intricacy of their patterns if I weren't wearing glasses. I usually don't like to wear glasses because it can be a bit of a bother. Of course, if there's rain and if there's fog, uh, yeah, wearing glasses is such a pain, but I think I should probably try and wear that more often. I, that is going to be my next big purchase, by the way. I have pretty much overused my April budget already, so I am going to get uh, prescription glasses that have the tinting, um, kind of automatic sunglass tinting uh, capabilities so that when I am driving and I pass by a ray of sunshine through the clouds, my sunglasses will immediately darken so that, you know, my eyes don't hurt <laughs> and I'm not partially, uh, I'm not blinded temporarily. <laughs> uh, so, and also that means I only have to take care of one pair rather than a pair of sunglasses and a pair of glasses. So I would love to wear that on an ongoing basis. Um, during my hikes and my driving and just probably I'll try to wear my glasses more often on an everyday basis uh, but I might not wear them at home all the time. <sighs> this place is beautiful. The only prob problem is that it's so close to the highway and I'm obviously at the top so the sound travels far when you don't have the tree coverage and you're on an exposed area like this and the sound also echoes through the uh, beautiful Howe Sound inlet. 
um, or how sound. And so I can quite hear quite a lot of the highway noise. If it weren't for the noise pollution, I would say this is such a pristine and wonderful park. I love it, love it, love it so much. I saw one pair of girls um, or women, I don't know how old they are, uh, who hiked in front of me, but since I took time to record some audio notes and I was taking detours, I just caressed my hand down a couple of rocks with some moss uh, just to enjoy the sensation. You know, I, 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 would, I was doing these things that obviously distracted me from making um, stride in terms of hiking. And so they went ahead before me. I don't know. I, I'm sure they're far ahead before me. Uh, and so I pretty much have the trail to myself right now. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's so good to be out. There was a bit of hesitation. I wasn't sure if I wanted to come on this trip because just a couple of, just a few days of just being physically really, really tired. And I knew that it was going to be a bit colder this weekend. And so the idea of sleeping outside when it's a bit colder, you know, it didn't appeal to me too much. But here I am. Um, I also packed some campfire, of course, uh, for tonight. Uh, this time I didn't buy the easy kind of fire start fire logs. Uh, what I did was I bought a fire starter or some tinder and some kindling wood. So I, I bought wood uh, that's prepared, but it's not you know, as simple as just lighting a match and then that's all you have to do. There is a bit of preparation and a bit of thinking I have to do behind setting the fire for tonight. So I think this is a little bit of a next step in my bushcraft. <laughs> uh, so it's just one step further than, um, than, than yeah, having, having a fire log or any of these kinds of prepared uh, materials where all you have to do is light a match <laughs> it's a bit more complicated than that but not that much more complicated but it's a bit more complicated so i'm gonna try my best and hopefully i can set fire and enjoy a little campfire tonight and i am pretty sure it's gonna be a colder night uh with the with the clouds and with the amount of um with a little spattering of rain here in the air it's yeah it, it feels significantly colder even though the actual temperature isn't that much um, lower than for example my trip uh, at Sunshine Coast. I think maybe it's five degrees colder but it feels significantly colder. <laughs> so we'll see how, how, how well I last tonight. Of course I have the option of always sleeping in the car if it's too cold. <sighs> so I think um, it's about time I go and scramble down this uh, viewpoint <laughs> and make it to back to my parking lot so that I can maybe I'll grab some um, takeout for lunch or I might, I might even sit at a patio in Squamish and eat out. That might be fun too. Um, I might go and set up camp first or I might eat first. I got plenty of time so I'll think about it all in due time. <laughs> Alright, thanks and talk to you next time.